Welcome to Religious, another episode another of Religiously episode. Incorrect, brought to you today by our sponsor, we're Phillips so, Care Training. We're so fancy. Phillips Care Training, um, the new owners of High Street Fitness, 2277 High Street in Cortland, Ohio. Go there and get your, what body they trying to get today? It's football season. Get your football body get right. Get your football body right. Your cheerleading body. Get your beer belly body right. You're ready to be in the stadium. Get ready. Phillips Care, they will get right. you right. Absolutely. Uh, he is one great guy uh, out of pit. He is just a phenomenal athlete, and he will kill you, but he will get you right. Yeah, I mean, you're going to die. You're, gonna, you're definitely going to die. But, but you'll be fitting that casket, though. I've been there. <laughs> you, you get that slim fit casket. <laughs> just telling you want the slim fit. Woo! Yes, sir. Oh, yes, Lord. Sir. You know they have all them heavy duty extra wide casts. Right, Obviously, right. it still has a slim fit for well, his little brothers. Need one anyway. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Why should I pay for all that material if I'm not going to use it? Besides, if I'm in a real casket, then they be jostling me around. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of which, before you get to what you're going to talk about, you know we got the steepest steps in Warren, and we have this. this never mind. What are you? What are you talking about? Let's just say that by the time that people get out to church. They be tired. No. The deceased. Oh Lord. Oh yeah. Oh, they be they don't look. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's us too. Go, go ahead. Just, too. Whatever you're gonna talk about, Jeff. <laughs> you might have to edit this out. I, no, we ain't edit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was just thinking, I was just thinking about you sitting in the casket like <laughs> this. It's just, just real. Looking like that movie thinner. <laughs> What was you anyway, supposed to talk about, Jeff? Anyway, we, 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 let's open up the show with, um, I, I was watching a, a, a YouTube video or a TikTok video, one or the other, of Bootsy. And Bootsy was Bootsy saying, Collins? Bootsy Collins, yeah. He was saying that he feels that the R. Kelly verdict was excessive. He feels that 30 years was too long let me let me let me let me tell you why he premised it come on premise let me it. Tell, let premise me give it. you his premise uh, he premised it because uh elvis presley married a 14 year old girl correct woody allen married his little niece or whatever yeah stepdaughter stepdaughter and yeah. none of them got in trouble like this he said Mur- there are pe- been people who have murdered people and have not gotten 30 years do you feel that this was too excessive? Do you do you feel that maybe some of the weight or some of the onus should have been on the parents? Some of it should have been on the producers. You know, one of the mothers was literally, you grooming know, saying, the grooming the child and grooming the child. That's yeah. gonna be my that's gonna be my son-in-law. Yeah. So do you think 30 years was a lot for somebody such an iconic uh superstar? Okay. We only have a few minutes to touch on this. <laughs> So I'm going to make my opinion plain and simple. What R. Kelly did was wrong. Absolutely. What what Elvis Presley did was wrong. Mm-hmm. What Woody Allen did was wrong. What Harvey Weinstein did was wrong. Everybody was wrong. Mm-hmm. Everybody's wrong. It, it's, it's not the, the judges and everybody else's fault that Elvis Presley did this in the 60s and the 70s or whatever. And, and you know, formal, you know, R. Kelly picked his season and time of doing this. There's always an example made, you know, the Bill Cosby situation. We can play this, you know, icon. First of all, I don't care what you are. We have to, we have to kill that one. Absolutely. I don't care what you are. Priest, movie star, pastor, 
neighborhood hero, doesn't matter. Secondly, I don't care if somebody's mother literally throws their naked daughter at me. I'm still a grown man. Absolutely. I'm still a grown man. Facts. And he is using his power, prestige and money, you know, to groom and do horrific things. And, and you know, and the sad thing, and I, I, I don't mean to say that there's a, a, a degree to this, but he didn't just, you know, date underage or go after younger girls. He didn't just try to. Da- he was literally doing the most demeaning, disgusting thing you could possibly do to multiple dozens of young women. Now, literally. Now, 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 once again, now, please, I am in total agreement no, with I, Pastor I Todd, but I'm playing devil's You're advocate. Playing, I'm playing, playing devil's advocate. advocate. I'm playing, playing Bootsy's advocate. advocate. His thing was nobody in Bootsy's advocate. <laughs> His, his thing was nobody made them stay. He would leave for three weeks at a time. And when he came back, they were still there. So his thing was nobody chained him up. Nobody made him stay. They could have left, but they stayed on purpose. So obviously. Okay. Can, his- we, can we start by distrusting Bootsy Collins as an authority <laughs> on this subject? Can we start there by not trusting? Because I'm not saying that he has dirt, but I'm saying he comes from an era where there's probably a lot more permissive behavior and people like that obviously are going to feel that way. And I'm not disagreeing with that, but, and I have a problem. I was just reading an article last night. It was on slate.com about like 56 stories of sexual harassment or inappropriate sexual. And it's like people who didn't know it was wrong or they realized Mm -hmm. it was wrong later. Some of this does feel like a sensitivity after the fact, like extra, you know, beyond, but at the same time, again, the days and times in which we're living, sometimes people just get caught up. I get the argument of murderers don't get that kind of time. Uh, I, I, I get that. But it appears to me that there were a multitude of victims. And right, right, right. right. And, and this wasn't just one murder or whatever, you know, uh, or one person. It was a multitude of victims, a long ecosystem of and, and, and maybe those parents should be held accountable. Maybe the people who helped enable him and his behavior, agents, managers. Heck, you have people talking about R. Kelly's a Christian now and pastors and people. Oh, you can't tell me some of them didn't know some of this dirt or absolutely. didn't hear rumors. So there is accountability. I do agree with the idea that there's accountability to go around. That does not take away the accountability of the principal of the player. That's, right. That's me. That's right. doesn't take away the accountability. But I mean, I get the not that I don't get the argument. 30 years does seem like a lot. But it sounds like this dude's been doing this for at least 25. Yeah. yeah. So he's basically getting a year per per year of exploitation. That's what he's serving. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. And that's what I'm trying to say. And I mean, my, Big Mike just said he was peeing. I, I'm literally saying he didn't just marry Young, which we already know he did. Well, I mean, the, the one uh, thing I didn't know that the. The, the media saying that it wasn't just women. It was also some young boys. Yeah. Young boys. That, that, that I didn't know. And that was a, that was a twist for me. But to me, that goes back to what we've talked about before, Pastor Jeff. And that is the hero worshiping we do in all facets, entertainment, the church, everywhere. I don't want people to hero worship me to the point that I feel emboldened to do that type of debauched behavior, behavior without any sense of, 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 of that there's going to be a repercussions for this. Absolutely. And I don't care if you're a pastor or a movie star or whatever, that the ecosystem that surrounds it, I don't believe you should dog out people. I don't believe in this teardown culture where every time somebody gets fam- you know, famous, something, you got to find a way to tear them down. But I also don't believe in this hero worshiping mentality. And again, that's on the person or people who love the person 
to try to balance and measure that out. Well, what got me about this whole thing is, you know, obviously I read the read the article. And for me, I like I love to go to the comments because the comment section is really, really, really gets you. <laughs> They're out of control, man. The comment section They're is, out of control. you know, I mean, the, the, the Internet is undefeated. The Internet is undefeated. undefeated. But there was at least 90 percent of favor. the comments in favor or agree. who agreed with Bootsy. And I'm just like, we, we live, we're living a world, we live in a world now where we can justify almost any act and anything. Can I add one more piece to what you just said about yes, the 90%? Sir. It was probably out of that 90%, it was probably also 90% black. And there is a cultural disease that we have called black protectionism. Yeah. Where because so much has been done to us, especially when they when, when you add the fact that they threw in Woody Allen done it. Correct. And, you know, yeah. All, all the the white components. people can get away with I get it. it. White, white people can get, get away, away with, with it. it. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that's why they, we, I mean, we were literally shouting in church when OJ was. Because <laughs> we were just that, that, that. But to me, that's a I mean, we could go deep into that. That is the, the juice depth. is loose. Listen, right. <laughs> but that's the depth of the brokenness of the black psyche is that you would celebrate the freedom of a likely guilty person and or defend the innocence of a likely guilty person just because of all the trauma that Absolutely. is ingrained and subconsciously mm-hmm. a part of our story. We just want to see one of ours win. Right. And like you said, the equality thing. And I'm sorry to my brothers, black brothers and sisters. Bill Cosby, who I still like, I was never a huge R. Kelly fan, but Bill Cosby, R. Kelly, Michael Jack, whatever. I'm still a fan, but I'm not going to die on the hill of defending them because of their race. Right. Sorry, right, black right. people. Wrong that, is wrong. That is not our been to the mountaintop speech. <laughs> I've been to R. Kelly's bedroom. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that, I'm, saying, I'm just saying that's not the place to plant our justice flag. Hey, not I- with. I, I, and I am no in no way a Muslim, but I I, I respected um, what is his name Farrakhan Farrakhan when he said he said he said yes I'm telling you you're wrong I tell my mama she was I wrong tell your mama, I, that's if right. she if you're wrong you're wrong right if you're wrong you're right. wrong especially if you're eating pork <laughs> he's gonna tell her she's wrong well I just had some today so Listen, I'm just, just wrong some today man thank y'all for tuning in I want you to like I want you to share I want you to tag we know you've been missing us we've been we've been off and on <laughs> through the summer we know you've been missing us we're back to talk about conventions conferences convocations but first first it's time for meme of the week meme of the week meme of the week meme of the week Welcome to Religiously Incorrect, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Thank you. Send us your memes of the week. We, we are, we are, these are all jokes. We are just playing. What do we got? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <That's how laughs> Listen, that is going on my side tomorrow. That is the best ever. That's going on my side tomorrow. Yes. Blah, blah, blah. Just come come to to church. church. That is the meme right there. I love it. You You know know why that made me laugh so hard? Because the other week, uh, just a couple days ago, two days ago, I was going to go out and change the church sign. And I got busy doing a project. I had not changed the church sign like since like last November or whatever. And I was thinking to myself, Man, it's overdue. 
And then I'm thinking, I need to look up a phrase. What do you say? I need what to look up that. Do I put a scripture? Do I put, what do I put? And now the Lord has answered my prayers. It's funny because blah, blah, blah. I'm trying to build. I'm trying to build my following on TikTok, you know, and and so you got to think of, you know, clever cliches and fun stuff. You know, you got to post at least three day, three times a day to build your audience. Is that what they say? That's what they say. I'm not doing it. It's it's whole. It's it's a whole. It's a whole algorithm type thing, (sighs) and you got to respond to everybody who comments. But the thing is, that's what you need to just get on. Blah 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 blah. Just come to church. Just come to church. That's it. Listen, y'all need Jesus. Y'all need Jesus. Y'all need y'all need. That's gonna go on next week. (laughs) Y'all need Jesus. Blah blah blah. Just come. I swear you're gonna see it on the side. I'm gonna take a picture of it. <laughs> and and put it up. No, I love that. That was a good one, Mike. You found that one? That yeah, was wonderful. I'm gonna tell your mom to call you and say blah blah blah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we want to thank our sponsors. Uh, the Phillips Care family of businesses started with Phillips Care Cleaning Service. Don't waste your time trying to do it yourself. If it has to do with your house, your home, or even commercial buildings, Phillips Care Cleaning can take care of it. Everything from floor cleaning, deep cleaning, move in, move out. They do uh, maintenance of all types. Anything you can think of, they can make it happen. Call Fernando at 330-219-7916. I saw this brother out on the Lord's Day, out at an apartment complex working. Man, I said, that's a brother, you know. I guess you don't know it's the Sabbath. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> also, we want to uh, shout out Phillips Care Lawn Services. They've been in business for Work over 10 years. They do it all. Cutting, for trimming, leaf removal, branches, no all that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no man can work. Lawn care starting at $30. Look up Phillips Care LLC on Facebook or call the them at <laughs> <laughs> Do not take out of your ties and get your lawn cut. All right. You take care of the Lord's lawn first. The Lord's lawn. The Lord's lawn. The Lord's lawn. Take care of the Lord's lawn first. All right. Fernando <laughs> said, get it while you can. I thought the text because I was I got riding you, by. Brother. I was like, man, sliding ties. But I don't know what he I'm rolling with you, brother. I'm rolling we with you. We should have Fernando. a new rule that if you work in the neighborhood of my church, you have to tie to my church. <laughs> Yeah, oh All right, man. What's tonight's subject? I keep getting them mixed up. It's three, three. I want to say it right. It's the three C's: conferences, conventions, and convocations. Mm. Oh my! Oh my! Conferences, conventions, and convocations. Oh my! Because summertime, Pastor Jeff, for the church it's is convocation. It's, it's convocation conference. And, and everybody calls it something different, mm-hmm. but it's essentially roundabout the same thing. Absolutely. It's a meeting of usually at least a couple of days, three to five days, three to five days. There's some type of banquet. There's some type of banquet involved. Some mm-hmm. guest speakers. There's some morning prayer so services. The morning prayer services, day <laughs> sessions. There's a and, song, and usually a, uh, a guest psalmist. Guest psalmist. Guest psalmist. For, for the sing evening. the song of the Lord. Uh, some sort of sometimes concert night or musical night. Mm-hmm. You know, that it, it, it conferences, conventions. Some of these are uh, denominational. Absolutely. Okay, so we had our Baptist. Now, in the Baptist world, we call it the annual session. Mm-hmm. We call it a session. That's got to be one of the most basic words I've ever heard, <laughs> that kind of meeting being session. called. So our in jurisdiction, session. it was basically what we call a jurisdiction because I'm, it's funny because I learned all my terms first through Church of God in Christ through my wife. So I always say jurisdiction. So you know how I describe <laughs> being a moderator? I literally describe it to my uh, 
in Kojic terms. I'm like, so a moderate is like a bishop and my district is like a jurisdiction. And like that's because that was, that was, that's my bishop point of Johnson. reference. My point of reference. A moderator Johnson. And we, we, you know, because the traditional Baptists don't believe in bishops, you right, know, traditional right. Baptists. Now, a lot of Baptist preachers just make themselves bishops just to do oh, it. Oh, absolutely. You know, but yeah, we have moderator night, president's night, bishop's night, official day. You know, Kids night. Official day. Youth, youth church. Youth, youth day. Yeah. You always have youth church. So I guess we just want to talk about, so first of all, on the denominational thing, on the denominational tip, it's semi-required, but not really. Right. You're supposed to register, you know, you're supposed to register and you can almost guarantee you're going to have, thank you, Elder Elder, Elder Carter, uh, Women's Day mm-hmm. one night and you're going to have Youth Day and some sort of men's thing. But the men are almost always the weakest. Now, in the Baptist it, church, we have the layman. The layman. The, yeah, layman. the layman ministry. I love that word. I, I love it. Nobody knows what it means. The, but the, the greatest thing, and, and it may, they may have the weakest ministry through the conference, but throughout the year, there seems strong, to be the strongest. They seem to have strong things. They, yeah, they right. seem to have something going on every month or something, you know, something to do. Yeah, so. we're Baptist Terrence. We have sessions. We have <laughs> annual <laughs> sessions. Now, the National Baptist Convention has an annual session. The Ohio State Baptist Convention has an annual session. Mm-hmm. Now, there are two in Ohio. Then there's Ohio Baptist General Convention, which, by the way, TJ, I will be in Columbus for the general session. Ohio Baptist General Convention, Wednesday through Friday. I'll be there with President Winston. Uh, we have presidents and moderators. That's what we have. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, sometimes you get a president and a moderator. So, so I don't know about you guys, but like from what I understand in the Baptist context, I've been Baptist for seven years now, pastor uh-huh. the Baptist church. You, you're supposed to register and pay your, your registration. Right. You, you pay registration for your church according to the size of your church. That's your registration, mm-hmm. and you pay it for your. I'm in the Northern Ohio Baptist District Association. Then you pay it for the state. Then, if you participate in the convention national, you pay for the convention. Now, there's no real penalty for not registering. Mm-hmm. There's no real penalty, except you won't be listed officially on the roster, I right. guess, for the year. I don't know if there are other benefits you miss out on. And maybe those of you who are a part of your particular reformations. Your Pentecostals, United Holy Church, Church of God in Christ, Apostolic, PAW, whatever it is. Is there a penalty for not paying your annual assessment? Well, the last the last one I was actually in. Now we are in the say it again. The Northern, North, Ohio. Northern Ohio. You're in the Northern, Northern, Northern the Ohio Northern. The Great Northern. But as more before, as we used to call it. Before I was in the Great Northern, and we still haven't really got started in it, but before I was in the Great Northern. I was in the full gospel. Now I was in the full gospel myself. I, it wasn't, my church wasn't in it. Right. And that, a lot of times you can do that as a pastor. You can be an individual or, or, or you can be a pastor in it. You don't have to have your whole church. If your whole church doesn't decide, cause your church has to vote to be in these particular conventions or convocations. Right. right. So I would go myself, but if you didn't, if you didn't uh, register, you could still come. You paid a you paid a price to still come, but you missed out on some of the sessions. You missed out on some of the sessions. Sessions. You can come to the general. There's a general session almost every night. Right. That anybody. anybody can oh, come yes, to. it's open service. It's yeah. open service. Well, you know, in, in 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 the in the Baptist convention, it's about being a credentialed voting 
member. Right. Because you know we love to vote. Absolutely. We got some parliamentary procedures. <laughs> we have people waving the Constitution. And, 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 and I'm going to shout him out because I love this brother. I literally need to have lunch with him because I'm a new Baptist. I don't know what's going on. But Dr. Carl P. Small, uh, uh, one of our former moderators, he is like a parliamentarian par excellence. He will just jump up and be like, per section 23. <laughs> you always got that one. He didn't know it all. On it. He, he like, knows it can, all. You can only serve for this. And if this person resigns, you have to do this. And he'd be making up words. That I don't even know that that group must caucus together. And, and I'm like, I right, is this like a Democratic National Convention? <laughs> like, I can't pay finance laws, but he's on it. And to me, I feel like that's better as much as people might think that's tedious number one it is good to have people you know we hate to say this but they have paid the cost absolutely because i have watched people and i was in one particular business meeting where people who had not registered and were not uh on that annual roster and they showed up to raise hell Absolutely. They, they showed up to, I don't want this one to be, and, da, 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 da. and we were looking at the books like, I'm looking at all the numbers of all these people speaking up. I'm like, zero, 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 zero. I'm like, where do these people come from? But that's what, but that is what happens. You know, having that voting well, privilege, I, Pastor Bowie says, when the church pays assessment, this church has unlimited delegates. You are correct mm-hmm. in voting privilege, which means I need to go ahead and pay that registration. Bring Second Baptist up on buses, <laughs> stack the deck, <laughs> and make myself moderator. Have a coup. <laughs> about listen, I'm not doing no Baptist coup because they they can't. And and, and, and 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 brother Small is gonna stand up. Per section, because that's paragraph, what happens. That's what happens three. though a lot. A lot of times we try to do stuff, and, and if we don't have that person, we allow stuff to go, and then that person shows up, and you come back later. You have you, to. You come back later yeah, mm-hmm. and realize there's probably stuff that shouldn't have even right, been right, done. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Mike. <laughs> have a coup at the meeting. So denominational has its place. And and and, and we're going to talk about denominations more next week, Lord willing. We're going to talk about denominations more next week, maybe. Uh, I might be at a concert, you know, but we'll talk about that. Okay. But to me, I was raised, and sorry if anybody from my home church was is watching this, but I was raised where denominations were almost painted as anywhere from unnecessary to almost evil. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying, I don't think people realize the rhetoric they used. You know, I don't think they realize they might not say, Oh, I want like, no, if you go back and listen to some of these sermons, denominations are the devil. They just divide the people. Da, 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 da. I had to connect with my wife and watch her talk about her experiences in Memphis. Cause she was raised church of God in Christ go to district meetings and meet these people and then uh, and then realize there's a beauty. There's a beauty to all these people coming together. Absolutely. There's a beauty to looking forward to seeing people from around the country that you only get to see once or twice a year. There's a beauty to people being united. And to me, that changed my perspective. And actually, as I got older, I was actually feeling like I missed out on something. Because I never went to any type of convention or, or meeting until I was well into my 30s. Wow. And I had, I, I'm like, I, and here's the funny thing. Now, I come along and I'm around a bunch of people who are just like, whatever. 
And I'm like, this is the greatest thing ever. When's the next session? When's breakfast? Well, you know, I, I get a bag. Y'all get me a bag. You know, with I, some mints in it. I grew up uh, under Pastor Harrison, and Pastor Harrison every year would take busloads. I mean, busloads of us down to Hampton. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it was phenomenal to see and to get to see people like my current idol, Freddie Haynes. I, yeah, I mean, to yeah. get to see people like Freddie Haynes and to get to see people do stuff on a level that, you know, we don't get generally get to see on this, you know, on, on this stage and place and to get here and get to watch, you know, things you know, even the the way they do the offering, the way they do the prayers, the way they the songstress, and I mean, doing so, things with excellence, excellence. Right. So it's I think it's phenomenal. I think in some instances we all ought to have that experience. And what you just said about people that you look up to are people that are normally seen as the higher figures. Then what we don't look at, and again, it goes back to, and I'm, I promise you all, I'm not bashing my upbringing, but it then goes back to perceptions being blasted because many of those high up people are among the people. Absolutely. You can walk down the hallway and see the the, the bishops mm-hmm. and the heads of these groups, the big mega church pastors and people are just walking. And, and most of the time, unless they have somewhere to be, which they do like life, have a Absolutely. right to be somewhere, Absolutely. but they're interacting, talking, stopping, taking pictures and all that. And again, once again, it busts up that perception that we're always like, well, they're, they're too busy and they're just we're heroes in Hollywood people. And nobody's talking about how, when I was at my last convention, uh, but Michael Irvin talking about a whole different person, <laughs> Freddie, uh, Michael Walker. Uh, but they don't talk about how the presidents sit down at your table and have lunch with you, right? Or talk with you, Absolutely. or kneel down and talk to your kids, or whatever. And be. some of them you don't even know. You, when I was at the Full Baptist the other time, I was taking pictures with JJ Harrison. I had no idea who he was. was. I right. they, they, they was like, "You was JJ uh, Harrison." I was like, "Who's you was in a picture with him?" Oh, that was him. I didn't know, but these guys were just so cool. Like I thought that was just- Richard Jefferson. <laughs> that was a basketball player. Yeah, but that, but that's that's another part about that is the interaction with everybody. Right. When you get to these conventions, and I know there is some distinction, no doubt about it, and I'm sure they're there, and we'll talk about the negative things, you know, and kind of turn this on its head in a minute, but the guy that comes from the church with nine members mm-hmm. is, out, is, is, is sitting next to a person with 9,000 members. Absolutely. And it really is bringing together of people. And, and I think that's a beautiful thing. I really Absolutely. do. And, and I think that that's something that can make memories that can build foundation. Like you said, you can go watch things be done. Well, sometimes things aren't super great and you can find ways to improve and build on them. You know what I mean? And so I like that idea. And I, I think, like you said, I agree with you hundred percent. Everybody should have that opportunity it would be good not to be tied or obligated, right. but to have the experience. To have the experience. I mean, to watch, to watch 2,000, 2,500 people take communion at one time. Man, 30,000, 40,000 <laughs> at some of these I'm, conventions. I mean, I'm, you get to oh, yeah. St. Louis with the Church of God oh, Christ. Yeah. Baptist conventions are fairly large. You know what I'm saying? But it doesn't I, matter. I, I've, never, I've never even been to Yo, yo, your father in the ministry. What's his name? Bishop Clark. Yeah, he had the, up, up there in, uh, I guess they do it out in the woods. Oh, the campground. The camp. <laughs> Leave West Middlesex alone. I'm texting him right now. I, I, I'm sorry. Leave. I'm not coming to that convention. Leave. Hey, we got a cabin. We got a family cabin. 
And no, I don't want to stay there, but we got one. I am we got not a, going to West Middlesex. Pet. I'm surprised y'all ain't got raided. Y'all whole <laughs> got raided. It's Jim Jones compound. Hey, this like an enclave in the middle of that area. And it's a beautiful camp. I heard it was and they beautiful. have a tabernacle. I mean, a whole church seats like a thousand people. I mean, this is beautiful. But yeah, I mean that's that's somebody you can go up there in August. Uh, no, no, dog, no, man. Bishop. Uh-uh. But, uh, but that's like asking me to go hunting. <laughs> so, so let's flip it a little bit and let's talk about non-denominational conventions. And you mentioned Hampton, mm-hmm. but there's another type. So that will be convocations, annual sessions that denominations have. Right. Okay. Uh, the Baptist Church has our annual session, then our annual Christian Congress, you know, mm-hmm. Christian of Education Congress, right, right. which is like another session. The Church of God in Christ has Holy Convocation and they have AIM. Mm-hmm. And I'm not even Kojic and I know it's AIM, not AIMS. <laughs> I know that. You going to AIMS? <laughs> but, but I know better. It's not AIMS. Uh-huh. It's AIMS. Okay, Pool Gospel Baptist has their summer convention, mm-hmm. uh, PAW has a summer convention, and then they have regional youth conventions and things like that. Let's talk about things that are denominational. Let's talk about specifically pastoral and preaching conventions. Mm. You have, and some of you might not know about that. There it is, Zion Hill. Thank you. Shout out Zion Hill, the Church <laughs> of God, the Reverend B.H. Dow. We had the Dow cabin, the Stargill cabin, the Johnson cabin. Yes, we had cabins up in that piece. Yes, sir. Uh, but yes, anyway, sir. Uh, Bishop got like, listen, it's small, but that sucker's laid out. I bet it is. Laid I out. bet it is. But anyway, preaching conventions. Hampton, E.K. Bailey, mm-hmm. preachers. Uh, what was the, uh, uh, there was one out in California that, uh, WHW. Wasn't the Sousa out there? Is that, is no, that, that's, that's, yeah, but that was, uh. Carter Pearson, I don't believe in <laughs> hell anymore. Uh, my hero broke my heart, man. I love me some Carlton Pearson albums. He broke my heart. That's because y'all had the same hairstyles. <laughs> we had the same shag. Carlton and I had the same shag. Okay. What do you think about preaching conventions? I mean, these are how to preach premier preachers are often uh absolutely put on display oh you got a uh, what's his name uh down in uh, columbus he always has his too um the white guy rob parsley rob parsley yeah mm-hmm. you you have i i feel bad that i'm missing a few of them uh what's the one ic3 What's the one that Bishop Jakes does for leaders? He does the leadership yeah. for ICL mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. ILC. Yeah, he has a leadership conference. Uh, uh, there, so there, 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 there's a bunch of them, and but they're primarily for preachers and pastors. Right, right. So to me, sometimes that can be a, and I think all conventions are, but preachers in particular, because there's something about getting all leaders together. Absolutely. And after a while, it can get a little cartoonish they get a little cartoonish oh yeah because we know people can preach absolutely we know they can rip a text apart and after a while it's kind of sort of like showing off for each other oh it definitely is and, and the bad thing is you know having ha- having that one who is 
on level 10 and then you go to the next session and you got one on two and a half and you know, so it goes up and down and you have, you have your, your, your flows and ebbs in there, but you know, I think still it's it's a great tool. I said something on Twitter the other day, speaking of preaching conventions and and this comes up a lot. There is a phrase that I've come to kind of despise. I love it because it's comedic, but I hate it because I think it makes preaching uh, look cartoonish. And that is the phrase. And it always comes from other preachers. Mm-hmm. Watch your tone, Reverend. Mm, yeah. 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 What? what and, and it's always at the time where the inflection of the preacher changes mm-hmm. and he is getting ready to go from normal speaking everyday voice to him and hawing and heaving and huffing. And and, and, and and it's funny because in a way to me, there's a part of me that's somewhat like, uh, I don't know. There's another part of me that's like, hey, this is a discipline that pastors not only practice, but enjoy and take to heart. And just like a musician can be a true, genuine worshiper on the. But if he wants to put some flair. Absolutely. And he wants to put some what do you call some razzle dazzle on that. Then there's nothing wrong with as a musician enjoying giving that extra. And I feel like preaching especially in the black tradition and the Pentecostal tradition and just that fervor that comes unique to us. To me, there's nothing wrong with having that extra level of enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And we have to remember that often these are spaces that really are for us. Nobody's really tuning in and watching us, but us ain't nobody watching Hampton ministers conference except for folk that really like good preaching. Right. Right. right, Ain't nobody watching EK Bailey down in Texas, except for preachers that really want to be. So it's not like we're not, unless something goes viral, Oh, and some always does. And they do. <laughs> and yes, thank you, Sister Janet. And conventions can become competitive. Absolutely. And now if this guy switched three keys when he hooped, this guy's got to switch five keys when he hooped. If this guy took off his jacket, he's got to take off his jacket and his vest. And 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 sometimes, <laughs> you know, it, it, it's got to get. But there it is, Pastor Boot, the celebration cadence. And it's real. It, it's real. When you get there, nobody's mad at the singer for hitting a high note. Right. Nobody's mad at the organist for running them for them them runs with his finger. Don't be mad at the preacher just because you ain't got no tune. Just because you ain't got listen. And then some of that is haterade. Oh yeah. Oh, some of that is haterade. Mm-hmm. You know, because there are people among us who just have a genuine gift, a genuine flow. And we come in all shapes and sizes. And there are some funny videos. <laughs> like the dude to sound like a car that won't start. And he's like, but we love it. Leroy Elliott, Pastor Leroy Elliott. And you get some of those. But honestly, to me, it not only builds us up in knowledge because real knowledge is passed on. Absolutely. Real knowledge about right textual preaching. That, by the way, what's worse, Pastor Jeff, than going to a conference getting an understanding that is accurate and correct about scripture and coming home. Not only do you feel corrected from the sermons you preached on it, because mm-hmm. now you realize you didn't preach at least eight times on a text wrong, wrong, then Completely you come wrong. home and try to preach it right. <laughs> and nobody wants to hear it. Nobody wants to hear it. But that, that, that is the great thing about conferences and going to hear people like that, because it actually gives you a aim or it gives you a, some to aspire to a bar to and you know I, I can remember the first time sitting the first time i went to hampton and i said one day i'm gonna be up you know you you, just you, have, you that, have a you have that 
angst, that that thing that one day I'm I ain't made it yet. But, but, but when <laughs> but, you even get those chances, those yeah, calls, Bishop Paramore calls, calls right, on yeah, you, Bishop yeah. Clark calls, you feel not just a sense of like pride or ego. And I think people get it all wrong. You feel humbled. You feel intimidated. <laughs> you know. Oh yeah. Oh, and, yeah. And, and let's not let's not kid ourselves. And you want to bring your best stuff. You you want to bring your you got to bring your best. This is not this, a Sunday night this, sermon. This, this, this is not. This is not something you make up. <laughs> you go back to that horse you've written about three that, times. That's right. That's right. You know. You tell your folk when y'all come down. I'm gonna preach. I'm gonna preach what you heard. I'm gonna preach what you heard. You gonna hear and this? You, and, and you, you try to say kill man it. like you never and, heard it before. And you you want to <laughs> you want to get to that joke where you ain't got no notes. Right. You know what I mean. You know it. You know it down. You and you. But but not only thank you do you get educated, but people forget that preaching is a high pressure occupation. And let's be real, from social pressures to demonic attack. So like any other occupation where they say, if you love what you do, you'll never work a day in your life. Mm -hmm. When you see the church enjoying itself, when you see preachers encouraging each other, when you see us pushing each other, you got to remember this is halfway mental health. And please, this wait, wait. Encouraging. Can I can I just put this, can I just put this here? And when we say encouraging each other, we're not talking about the buffoonery. That yeah. The, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Come on. No, no. Listen, sometimes if y'all just shut up. Don't listen. I know a couple that don't take it seriously. Yeah, yeah. Like they're, just, they're, they're and, and honestly, they don't take a lot of stuff seriously. Right. But the the feeling. Of doing what you love. And please, please don't get it twisted. Don't get because I've watched. And if you have Internet, you can too. You can watch some of these best preachers and you you watch all their videos. You will hear you repeats. Will start hearing repeats. You will hear repeats. They they go from state to state, from uh, and conference is, to conference. By the way, this is not the subject, but that's how I know people who hero worship some of these folks aren't really listening. Right. They, if you were actually listening to the content of what they were saying, you would have been tired of them by now if you love them as much as you say Absolutely. you do, to be honest, to be honest. But, but back to what I'm saying, to do what you love. Oh, that's good. To do what you love. I want to get to that in a second. To do what God has placed in you. And, and a phrase that I've started to say frequently in church is, by the time I get to the end, 30, 35 minutes, whatever I'm preaching, I feel like God has given me something to say. And I realize that I have somehow successfully, even if I've stumbled, made my way to the end Mm -hmm. of this message that God wanted me to get out in spite of my own personal frailties, that my propensity to forget what I, you know what I mean? You know how you miss a note. Mm -hmm. I have a stutter, you know, lots of things. I'm ready to shout just because I made it to the Come end. Come on. I'm, I'm, and I'm encouraged by what I'm saying. Absolutely. And then when you get in a convention, a convention setting or, or a guest preacher setting or preach and you have your brothers. And for us who are slightly younger, almost always older brothers mm-hmm. encouraging us, Absolutely. the people who pour into our lives, proud of us, like yes. our own natural fathers. We have spiritual yes. fathers. Yes. We have people yes. might even not know us as well, but appreciate our gifts and, and want good for us. Want to see, They want, they're, they're like, we watch our kids. Look at them go. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, well, I'm like, I'm watching my little boy run first. Look at him go. That's how some of those older ones are looking at us. Like, look at them go. Oh, man, that's all right. If you know what that does for a pastor's mental, for a spiritual uplift, it, it, it goes right alongside with those handshakes after church, mm-hmm. right alongside with those inboxes a week later saying, yes, you bless yes, me. Yes, but yes, to hear yes. your peers and sometimes, yes, your heroes, and I mean that in a healthy way, Absolutely. your heroes encourage you. That's like uh, 
if you know how when, like when a sports star comes out on the football field and all them kids like start overdoing it mm-hmm. and trying to throw the ball 70 <laughs> yards, that's what preachers do. You know, you want to do your best. And so I really love that that feeling. But I do want to talk about that hero mentality. And, and, and be, before you get there, just before you get there, you know, and not only from our heroes and our peers, but just from the church itself. Yes. Just yeah. the church giving you an amen or an I agree or, you know, clapping their hands or after it's over. Like you said, get, getting those text messages. Those we th- we are appreciative of that, man. It means so much. We are we are appreciative. And it makes us, you know, it, and if you're not doing it, it can make a that half an hour sermon oh, feel like man. it's an hour and a half, hour, 15 minutes, and you just want to quit and stop. And, and yes, we do need that. Amen. I'm, yes, I'm, we do. I'm not about to do one of them. Y'all going to be quiet. on You know what I mean? Like that bit or people who like, I don't need no amens. Negro, give me an amen. <laughs> I, I need it. But, but I'm not about to be one of the bitter yeah, people. You, we, we, we don't want to say the whole time. Y'all ain't hearing me. But y'all ain't hearing me. Yeah, y'all, y'all, y'all let, me t- let me go over here to this side. Like, this listen, side ain't listening. We don't want to hear you. We don't want to hear. Janet made a great point. Some do come to see their idols and not hear from the Lord. Now, that is true. And just like worship concerts, we usually have Maverick City and, and, and Kurt Franklin and Pittsburgh and other places. I am careful to run a distinction. Number one, for all of us, it is a special time. We did go and pay to come to a convention. Absolutely, I'm not about to pay to stay in a hotel and come to a convention, go to church and not enjoy myself. Come on. I am not about to hear somebody that I've only ever seen on TV or YouTube and never met and finally get a chance to hear them in person and not be a little bit more in tune because we are. Everybody is. And by the way, y'all would, too. And we always make that joke. The bitter preacher joke is Jamal Bryan or T.D. Jays could come to our church and preach the exact same sermon that night that we preached in the morning. And y'all be jumping out of windows. Going crazy. Take all my money. (laughs) Take all of it. But. There are people, and to be honest, I think it's lay members more than leaders mm-hmm. who tend to chase idols and run to do ridiculous things. And we've seen the videos and some of that. And I'll be honest, there are times when I have looked at like the woman now at loose conventions, the Azusa conventions, the stadiums filled with people. It would make you think that the whole world would be saved by now if all that preaching was sticking. My God. It would My make God. you think. That the whole world would be saved if all that good preaching, life changing. And I'm sure that there are a lot of people who can say, I went to Woman Now Art Loose. I went to No More Sheets. I went to uh, Get Out My Draws. I went to whatever, whatever the next conference is. <laughs> Get Out I My went, Sheets. <laughs> I, I went and, and, it, and it did change my life. It was a, it was a turning point. But let's be clear. There are too many people who equate the voice of fame with the voice of God. Mm-hmm. And by the way, your That's favorite, good. your favorite, most prominent, popular mega church preacher has off nights too. Absolutely. And some I, of them be at the conferences. I Listen, I've been there. I watched one who will go unnamed. And it's until on, after the surface. Still on video. Yeah, I'll talk about it after we go off. But. He preached after a tragedy in his life and he did one of those. I was going to cancel, but I came anyway. He should have canceled. Canceled. Mm -hmm. He should have canceled. Absolutely. Because 
and, and maybe looking back, I don't know if that individual knows that he was fairly young. He's probably younger than me at the time. Uh, but maybe he would realize that later on. I know there's times when I've been in that spot, like I probably should have, or, or we pulled one of these, the Lord just changed my message. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and listen, if, if you're able to, if you can, if you do can it. don't just, just, just don't do it. If you don't feel up to it, you just had a tragedy, you know, something's going on with your marriage Thank and your you. life. Thank you. Know, you. It's okay to, it's okay to call your assistant pastor or your, one of your ministers and say, you know, you got this. Today. Not if it's a five thousand dollar check, it ain't. Well, well, <laughs> well. Then you get up there and just Brother blow it. Eat. Get that yeah. But here, here's here's another thing, Todd. Can we talk about this just for a second? Let's go. Listen. Sometimes, sometimes these conferences are expensive. They they can they, be they, can, they can be pricey. But listen, I'm not paying the same thing for Azusa as I'm going to pay for a Third Street. And I don't care what you put on your conference, on your flyer, that if y'all can pay for it for them, y'all can pay. No, no, no I'm can't. not. I and can't. I won't. I can't because y'all and selling fried chicken after it's they over. They are a proven product. <laughs> First of all, they are a proven product. And if you want to call it that. And and yeah, and, and, and your marketing needs to match your actual ministry. Come on, sir. Because you can have a TD Jakes quality flyer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, with a uh, Deacon Do Wrong ministry, <laughs> and when I show up, you disappoint the people. You, very dis. Y'all ain't even got a musician. I'm not going. I'm not coming. I'm sorry. And, and that's what we need to talk to. Everybody thinking that the way to gain prominence is to create some sort of convention, right? Or or and then coming up with new names, right? Right. right. It used to be a revival. The brook is flowing. The brook, yeah, the flow. <laughs> Come to the flow. The river. The gate. Yeah, I mean. Destiny you know, awaits you. Destiny awaits you. <laughs> Dive into the deep. And you got your four-year-old we're doing to get, praise and worship. We're about to get all kind of letters, Mike. You got your four-year-old doing praise and worship with a six-year-old waving a flag over there to a track that's about to get muted on Facebook because you didn't have the copyright to it. Like, this is not... Stop! This is not, stop! TJ, would you stop him? Stop your y'all, boy! Y'all come on out the back. <laughs> y'all come on out the back. Then you got to get up. Then, then you have these... Okay, let's talk about the bad side. We're talking about the low-quality conventions. Uh-huh. Then you have to have an MC that's always doing entirely too much. They're trying to exhort people to death. I know my job is to. I know my job. <laughs> I know. I know they ask me to, but we got to open up the service for 19 minutes of someone just screaming, create an atmosphere. Listen again, again. If you're having some conferences of the super <laughs> worshipers, <laughs> I rebuke that devil. Heaven is my goal. <laughs> Heaven is my goal. And there won't be no conferences there either. And I won't have to pay a fee. No, but these low quality conventions, you can tell the difference. Nothing wrong with having an intercession or prayer, nothing like that. But I have the mindset, if, if this is a gathering of the super worshipers, why is it taking 30 minutes to lather up some kind of worship? Because can we be honest? The drummer's late. <laughs> Well, he just came from the other journey. Revival down the street. Revival down the street. That's what Stop calling it a convention or a conference. Just call it a, a one day it's a, revival. It's time revival. You know, a street revival. Whatever you want to call. It. You know, just keep it real. Yeah, I mean, and and 
and and the promoting the promoting that we do and the pushing that we do and i know i'm not a big name but i've got a word or, or this or that you know and and it does become the offerings the offerings three four five offerings in a night running up you know a trend i'm glad is almost dead What's that? especially conferences running up to the stage and slapping money down on the pulpit. It's not gone, but it's almost, it's almost there. Yeah, I haven't seen it in dead. a while. I haven't seen it. Running. One of the things I did like about... And you know why I'm glad it's almost dead? Because nobody ever did it today. You, 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 you was about nobody. five years. I was five about, years, about five years too late for I, that one. I, was, I, I didn't hear about five years yet. too late. I, I, I wasn't there yet. But, but listen, I, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you. I was at a conference. I'm going to say no name to bear no blame. So I, have a, I was at a conference where a lady pastor said, if y'all love y'all pastor, if y'all really love y'all pastor, I need y'all to run up here and throw money right now. And I mean, it was packed. It was packed. I mean, everybody was throwing up, running up, throwing money. Now, I was a minister in training at this time. So I was one of the persons to collect the money. And we went back to the back. This is exactly what's her words. I need half of that. I, I believe need half it. of that. And by the way, if you don't think that some of these offerings are not based on, they have already counted the numbers on what this convention is costing them, mm-hmm. what this revival is costing them. Trust me, they're coming back. And I will tell you that when I have reached out to certain artists and gospel preachers and singers, one of their questions are, do you need me to raise you an offering? Absolutely. And it's, it's crazy It'll work. They can, they can get it. It'll work. They get it. Yeah, they get it. Somehow, because of their name. I told one guy no, knowing full well, after people had paid $30 tickets or whatever, he easily could have raised another five to $10,000 that night. Easily. Easily. But that's not the culture of our church. Right. It's really not my culture. I can't say it would never happen in anything I do, so don't hold me to it. But I'm just saying, like, I just knew that, to me, that wouldn't be... But but there is and there is a meeting of expenses. And, and by the way, to all the people who plan conventions and revivals, it's not the people's fault you got in over your head. Right. It's not the people's fault. You promised all these musical groups, honorariums. You went out and got the best musicians your region has to offer with no plan <laughs> to pay them. Some of you go out and rent equipment and get stuff that the church normally wouldn't have or the venue right. wouldn't have or you rent hotels. And then you want to burden the people with this dream that, that ran out of control and got off the rails. You, you, and, 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 and that's why, honestly, and I'm, I'm going to paint myself as one of the honest guy. I'm the honest guy. Or, or I call myself one of those middle of the road people that can kind of sort of afford to stretch and get these people. But some of these major players, gospel artists and preachers, have their guard up. Because if you don't think some of these folk have been burned. Oh, my God. On, on bounce checks. You know, promises, hotel accommodation. We had red hands here talking about they got burnt. We had we had yeah, a couple of stories talking about they, how they got burnt. The, it, I give a huge shout out and I will shout out Rose, our treasurer and our Second Baptist Church. We have done a phenomenal job of doing like concerts and it's mostly concerts. And the number one thing I hear from those artists I've worked with Israel, I've worked with the Sean Mitchell, I've worked with, the, you know, we, we've hosted them. I ain't worked. We hosted them and, you know, is how we stand out from churches, our size, right? our size, because they are used to literally chasing folk for what was already agreed to. And again, 
this is people's time. This is people's gifting and talent. You're asking to travel across the country. If they're preaching during the week, they got to get back home to their church. They've got, to, there's a lot. They have staff. If they're a little higher in the mm-hmm. world, they got staff to pay. And so it, it, it comes with the real, are some people out of control? Yes. And that's why they have these things called riders though. Right? Now, I, yeah. Right? Riders. Yeah. yeah. But, but man, I mean, people put on like they have it and, and will use names and, and I'm not there yet, but I've, I've got colleagues like, like Bishop. I've watched people name drop to get people they otherwise wouldn't get. Right. And they, they use somebody else's name and, and, and things like that. So that can be a really dicey situation and that that puts everybody in a bad light. Then you do have diva ish behavior. Oh, my God. From people mm. who, again, some of these specifications come from these guys have been picked up in a four pinto before <laughs> at the airport. <laughs> So they have to say, I need to be picked up in the Escalade so that maybe you'll show up in a trailblazer. You know what I'm saying? Like they, they're, they're, it's almost like going to go like they know you have to understand how these people have been done. You got to understand that because I mean, and I don't think that's bougie of them either. I don't think, man, I don't think it's bougie. Of one them. guy told a story. I'll, I'll call him out. Elder Mark Moore, who I, I just love his online presence, but he talked about getting picked up in a school bus one time. <laughs> <laughs> the school bus. And he walked out and said he was laughing, like, oh dog, who is getting picked up in that? And the guy was like, no more. <laughs> this for you. This for you. Uh and then, you know, put him up in like a budget inn where like the door is on the street and the headlights are like, come on. It's I mean, just if you don't have the money, don't do it. I think that, that's a passport said meeting projected budgets. You know, don't. at least do it. You should you should at least have the money to pay them, you know, and hopefully you'll make a little something afterwards. But I'll be honest. I'm glad you said that because you have to determine whether or not that's your priority or not. Making money. Right. You have to. And there have been times where we've had conversation and COVID interrupted some things we wanted to do. But there have been times when I said producing this ministry in and through our church for the benefit of our church and community is worth the expense. The goal is not to make Right. Money. I mean, we've done fundraising concerts specifically mm-hmm. for a project. I get that. But if at the end of the day, after I have done an offering or maybe got sponsors or people who are willing to go in and partner or whatever, and I have spent several thousand dollars of our church to get a once in a lifetime opportunity to, to receive a word, to interact with an individual who we have great respect and regard for and who has a powerful ministry that is worthy of that attention. To me, it is a worthy investment yes, in the people, yes, in yes. the ministry, and quite frankly, in that person. Yeah. In that person as well. And 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 and, and uh, Janet asks, how do you feel about $100 lines, $50 lines? Well, let me tell you, let me tell you how, because I, I had a, a minister from one of my churches. We went to a, I, I think this was just a revival. And they had the line. Matter of fact, it was Bishop Hennings. And I know Bishop Hennings personally. Yeah. And, you know, he called for, you know, he called for the $100 line. And she got into the $100 line. And I'm like, you ain't never gave a hundred dollars in the offering at our church. And you're a minister there. So why are you in the hundred off a hundred dollar? No, no, it wasn't. I think this was the thousand dollar line. Don't say thousand dollars. I think it was the thousand dollar line. She'd be off my board. She got to, and she wrote a check. Wait a minute. Don't wait a check. She wrote a check. And then she called me later on that week and said, can we put stop payment on the check? No, I'm not calling Bishop Hennings to ask him to stop it. Wow. You bet. You made that check. No. Wow. 
Wow. So, I mean, if you can't afford to get into that line, stay out that line. Get weight to the line that they say. The $15. Everybody, everybody, everybody else. <laughs> Give what you can. <laughs> Give what you, you know that that's the last call. Whatever the Lord is speaking to you. <laughs> and if you can't get 50, just, just the rest of y'all just come on. Just throw it on on the ground. On the ground. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we've all been there. Now, I'll be honest. To me, I do still let God speak to me. I believe the $100 line phenomenon. I believe that there is a possibility, like many other things that happen in church, where there is one time where that might have been an accurate spiritual, you know, inspiration. And everybody else was like, yo, (laughs) (laughs) That looked like it worked. Whoa, that <laughs> worked. And so there have been times, and depending on the presentation, I do get a little dicey when people come up with numbers. Like, and, and, and now they try to be slick by making them odd numbers mm-hmm. that mean something. Like I preached on Genesis 37. Everybody mean $37. I'm like, no, we ain't doing that. $37.52. That was my text. You know, I, I there have been times where depending on the Call. You know what I respect? I do respect transparency. If you, yes. if you get up and say this meeting has a budget, let's help bless to offset the expenses. I'm more likely to get up and give yes, extra, especially absolutely. if I've been blessed by the experience. I've been there. I've been there. And where they said, like you said, this meeting, or we, we're trying to reach a budget of $1,200 to produce such and such for kids or whatever. Absolutely. And, you know, that, well, we just want to meet the budget. Yeah. And I mean, for me, that I'm going to get say I'm that get I would take right. that a thousand times before you tell me that there's a, a, a miracle blessing awaiting me. If I get $50 and because, because now that is a pay for play. <laughs> See, your church your church is so <laughs> These aren't our churches. This isn't our church. Uh, oh, there it is. Oh, that was uh, living color, Rosalind. What you throw, what you throw up in the air belongs to God. The rest of it belongs to me. I remember that sketch, Rosalind. Hey, I grew up on living color and wasn't even allowed to watch it. And I remember that sketch well. That was Jim Carrey and Damon Wayans, and they said, "Whatever goes in the hair belongs to the Lord, and the rest of it belongs to me." But, 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 but let's be clear here. Things are evolving. And it might not be the offerings, and, and it's become a running joke. But let's remember, the vast majority of individuals do not operate that way. I, but also, I don't think so. it's evolved. Now, the registration's a little slicker. There's merchandising. Merchandising, Book yes. sales. Yes. Everybody has a book. Oh, my God. Half of its blank pages. <laughs> and they open up their sermon with their book. They have th- they four open, five. Before they preach, they got to show you all their books. Now, don't hate if I get up there with my Life Builders Bible. If you want my <laughs> Life Builders Bible study. You better not do it. Shemekia's at the table outside right now. What is that? For the what convention is that, what, is that, what is that magazine talking about? <laughs> what what is that coloring book talk? <laughs> he's, selling, he's selling coloring books at the convention. His son drew it. These are my drawings of church from Ethan. This, this is a book of the notes of other people's sermons. 
you know you just gotta wrap it in a different and it has way. to be it has to be normally twenty dollars right <laughs> This is normal. Only for the convention. But only for the convention. convention. I want to bless the saints. And then I got to give one away. Got to give one away. Got to give one away. I got to give one away. That And the one I give away is the one that was in the trunk <laughs> that my boy's baseball equipment has been all over. Hey, Smell like funk. Hey, <laughs> hey, Pastor Todd, myself, was giving out, uh, we was giving out, uh, what's uh-huh. good? <laughs> we was <laughs> We was giving out, we was giving out uh, um, stuff at the at the grocery store. We was giving out gift key, cards, gift cards, and stuff. And somebody came in. With and a somebody book. came with a book. With a book. Hey, I don't want your book. He's like, I'm, I'm around to the car and get it right now. I don't want your book. <laughs> and then Todd had to buy one because I bought that car. Been, that book been sitting in the back of my this car. Made us buy a book in the grocery store. Stop making me buy your And we're books. giving away money. We're giving away people, money. People. And he was like, I want to sell you my book right now. <laughs> right now. In the produce aisle. <laughs> Preacher, stop it. Oh, my stop God. It. Okay, that's the other part. Jeanette is on it. You must have been to a lot of conventions. Vendors. Do you know the things you can buy depending on the church convention? You can buy whole pulpits, robes, robes shirts, uh, suits. Uh, you know, the the. The uh, communion kits, communion. they got it all. I mean, and the, the stylish ones, not just the, you know, I mean, oh, yeah. some of these rolls be like $1,000. Oh, man. Oh, oh, yeah, minimum. Yeah, minimum. I mean, custom. Killing. Custom pulpits that they will ship to you. Pastor Harrison got about 13000 13, in his closet. <laughs> hey, hey, you open up Pastor Harrison's closet, you be like, man, you got, you got, you, you could, you could feed uh, half of Ethiopia with hey, your role collection. I said he'll go <laughs> to the convention and selling CBD product uh, products. And, uh, hey, <laughs> at the next convention, we sell, yeah, hemp oils. We selling uh, vape pens. We selling DVDs of religiously incorrect. <laughs> we, <selling laughs> we sell, we selling. It's not medical marijuana. It's miracle marijuana. Yeah, I mean, the vendors, and again, God bless the saints. It does become, speaking of which, <laughs> speaking of which, you can get yours now. With a new color, you can get yours now. You really can. You really can't can actually buy these. <laughs> Tell the world you're religiously incorrect. Shameless plug. We are our own sponsors now. But, I mean, everything from jewelry yes. to shoes mm-hmm. to dresses, and, and there were only like two tables at our little convention, because there was a little hotel convention, but I was literally thankful because here's the bad part, especially the ladies, first ladies. There's an obligation to support people. So if you bring your wife with you, which she ended up having to work so she couldn't come up and meet me for the banquet. Right. And I was literally dreading coming up because especially if you're a first lady and just be honest, younger first ladies, right. they pressure you to support. Absolutely. Lady, don't you like, don't this look beauty? And they get like them aggressive Africans at the festivals and they start putting the dress on you. Mm-hmm. This look good with you. And, 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 and it gets, it gets, it gets overwhelming, but you, they, they want you to support, but it does get off the rails, which I've heard announcements in conventions. Saints, we need you to leave the, the vendor space and come to church. Right. Cause you're spending all your time over there and that. Well, and I think uh, minister Casey, says she doesn't understand. But a lot of times these vendors actually offset the cost. Well, they pay uh, yeah, because they pay for that they space. They pay for that space. And, you know, I don't. I, I, but should they? I mean, does that meet the definition of the, the money changers? I mean, does that, do you equate that? 
It can. It definitely can. It, I mean, you can you can make a case for it. I think the only distinction is that that was like a common space of prayer. And most of your conventions are particular. Well, I think I think the street ain't right. coming up in there. I think if you're going to do it, I think it should be shut down. During, during any worship services, any worship. Service. If you want to come in early and get it or after the service is over, you have so long to stay. But during the ser- or during the worship service, you shouldn't be able to just go out and because worship is going on, ain't no preaching going on. And just you going shopping now, like it's at the Eastwood Mall. Exactly. And and Jeff, you need to shut down your Trojan condom stand. At the- <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 if I had a Trojan condom stand, I wouldn't you, be in the predicament I'm in now. <laughs> I wouldn't have this baby. <laughs> I wish I had a Trojan All condom right. stand. We, we, we got to shut down, but let's be honest. Uh, we got to talk about the dark side of the conventions. And that is... For some people, it's a hookup space. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, for, for some people. Because a lot of folk ain't taking a wife. They're not taking their spouse. A lot of the hus- wives ain't taking their husbands. And you are there for three to five days. You are in a hotel room. Yeah. And let's just yeah. be honest. There's a lot of hooking there, up. There's some stuff that, going that, on. that, that goes on. Hooking up, Benefit going down. What's we'll say? You know, now, now, now that there are people who might genuinely, legitimately, you know, take interest in someone, you know, especially young, younger, older, it doesn't matter. So I guess in a way it, it, it has to be legitimate. Mm-hmm. You can't be stepping out necessarily. Right, but right. but there are people who go looking, lurking, leering at people and you know, that's an unfortunate exploitation. And I think that uh, there's exploitation that takes place, I do believe. But there's also mutual consensual bad behavior that everyone has to take responsibility for. You can't just and we talked about this before. Let's just be clear. The big stage, the bright lights, the titles can intoxicate Absolutely. people. Absolutely. Just like in the world, just like we talked about earlier, with the R. Kelly stuff. And make you excuse basketball players, football players. Preachers. Yeah, a lot of times it's the same thing with the preachers. Especially it's just because they're doing something far more intimate. <laughs> than talk about Especially when you talk about something that they do that is so admirable. Absolutely. To be honest, nobody wants to hear this, but it actually makes them sexier. Mm-hmm. That they're actually changing people's lives. This is a good one. This is not uh, some some tatted up, t- you know, so-called dirty football player. This is a man of God. And then, but somehow the man of God part that should come with the respect and the, and then that person opens themselves up for it. And by the way, can, can we, can we talk about this? Honestly, Jeff, number one, it goes both ways. Absolutely. There are many female ministers now being leered at and, and, and in some cases male and female using their image using the fact that they know people are watching them and admire the fine clothes they wear and that they're perfectly, you know, appointed and everything. And, and, and especially with the, the ladies, not picking on the ladies, but the, the prevalence of tighter clothes. My God, help us, Lord. Help us. Help us, Lord. Help- and y'all, y'all know, come on. Y'all wouldn't even look at T.D. Jakes if he wasn't a preacher. Let's be y'all, y'all, have y'all, y'all seen old pictures of my brother? Y'all, y'all would not. Y'all, now all of a sudden, do, TJ's cute. Do y'all know West Virginia, TD? Do y'all know West Virginia, Tom? Do y'all know Tom from West Virginia? Because I knew him. 
I seen him before he was, yeah. but, but, but seriously, there is, we talked about the sexualization of the ministry, mm-hmm. that almost erotic attraction to men and women in power. And that, that sometimes as Jan- Janet said earlier is a part of the going to see my idols. It's mm-hmm. the same as I just want to touch that performer when they're singing, or I just want to get close to a person. There is absolutely a, and we, and I, I'm not there, but even in small context, something makes you back up. If you have any level of discernment from some of this encouragement and adoration and stuff like that, because you feel a connotation behind it. Absolutely. And it's, it is up to you. And I always say this, Jeff, to me, I feel like at this stage in the game, enough people have screwed up. Absolutely. That those of us coming along should absolutely know better well, and leaders should expect better and conventions should put in protections where they can. But I, I said it the other day on TikTok and, you know, I think it bears repeating. I think many of us have gotten so enamored and so engaged and accepting engagement that we forget about appointments. So, you know, we'll take, you know, a lot of these people are preaching away from home uh, several times a year. Yeah. I mean, several times a month. Yeah. More or less a year, you know, that, you know, Noel Jones to talk about it all the time. Right. Uh, what's, what's his name? Jamal Harrison Bryant. You know, because you're away from home so he, long. He's a baddie. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm buying to preach, I don't say nothing. But he... <laughs> no, I'm, but I mean, and, and so, and we wonder why all these uh, high profile preachers are getting divorced because they're not with their wives. They're with, you know, Bishop such and such who you you might not know her name, but she's there. But even if it's platonic, there's just inherent danger in spending too much time away and around. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miss Charlene is on my page, but it, it, it so I, we can't put this up. But she said, it's been said more liquor is consumed during the week of convention than any other time. Wow. And you know what? Yeah, I, I believe that to be true. I believe it to be true. And I'll be honest, more than you want to think. Uh, that's a good question. We're going to talk about that. Uh, more than you like to think. It is not just in the Baptist denomination where these vices are undertaken. Mm. Because I'm grateful that some of my Pentecostal and holiness peers are admitting more that some of this stuff goes on just as much. Obviously, because of the holiness standard and banner, they are at least more cautious and careful about it. But, but you, to be honest, I've been to some conventions. Yeah, where, but you and I have talked about it. You, you have been places, I've been places, and I just couldn't, I, I really couldn't believe it because I really didn't understand. How are you ordering Hennessy and Coke? How are you? I, I it's don't, not even a glass of wine. Like, I, you know, and, and right. but then, then again, we have to remember convictions concerning those things are different. They are that I don't I don't judge the way I once Absolutely. would have. Right. Right. Now I'm for I'm beyond not even judging. It's not even a matter of am I judging you? Because that still brings the connotation. That I think something's wrong and we're running out of time. But uh, but now I'm just more quite frankly, open that different people simply have different interpretations and it is completely of their own personal conviction. The Bible actually teaches that, but I will say, and thank you, Alfie, for mentioning that sexy and cool preachers, male and female are not functioning and they're not. And, and some people are, are functioning to a degree. 
until they get the attention. And, you know, Juanita Bynum, and I mean, that was an example of people. She's almost like a, a, a not quite, but like a little Kim story of people would attribute more power and anointing to her earlier ministry right. when it was in a more rough, organic mm-hmm. place than when it became more Hollywood, mm-hmm. you know, and all that stuff. But I got to hit Scott's question before we go. Is there ministry piracy and recruitment at conventions? The answer is absolutely yes. As a matter of fact, that is a place where that type of networking goes on. Absolutely. Uh, Legitimately, because you got to remember at a denominational convention, there are going to be deacons and associates and committee members or whoever that are looking for a minister. They may be an associate. And a, and a minister, a pastor may have a, a recommendation, but sometimes they might be a senior pastor and they're just saying, hey, what do you think? Uh, oh, there it goes. Oh, man, we got to get back to Alfie. <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> we have Kojic Kush consumers. I said it. I know, Deacon. I know, Elder. It's the whole musician's pit. <laughs> I see it when they start shouting slow all of a sudden. <laughs> Them half speed shouts. No, but to get back what you said, absolutely. Well, and, and and it's a place where you can almost get drafted. People want to be. You drafted. can you 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 People get into these be. classes and you have some of these great names or some of these big because you have to remember. Expect you know when I was at the full gospel, most of you know, most of them were there and they were all sitting in the front row. So these teachers are asking questions and it's your time to raise your hand. And you got, you try to say your deepest thing, your deepest thought and, you know, and, and hopes that somebody catches you. Right. And and somebody might. Or you get a chance to do a sermonette. Sermonette. Yes. Or, uh, you know, an inspirational moment or do a workshop somewhere. And, and it, but, but here's what I just believe personally. I think that that can be a legitimate opportunity like in in any other phase, but that it matters how it happens and the integrity you do it with. Are you recommended? Are there people who do love you or, or respect you or know of you and they can recommend you and tell a brother, sister, Hey, when they come to convention, watch out for them. Mm -hmm. I know of some mentors and peers that said, Hey, I was at ABC, ABC convention and brother so-and-so invited me to lunch and just asked me that God told me God placed them on my heart and da 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 da. I also know of a story, uh, a church in our area that, that won't go named where the church was out of pastor and the deacon got ready to go to the state convention and said, I'm going to find us a pastor. Oh yeah. I'm going oh, yeah. to find us a pastor. Oh yeah. And came back with a pastor, you know, and, 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 and came back with a pastor. So uh, I'm not going to say which one of the seconds pastor that was, but they came <laughs> back with a pastor. And it wasn't me because I went at the convention. But yeah, recruitment. Now, honestly, there's a difference between recruiting or feeling a sense of call. And there is some outright piracy. Mm. Ministry staff. And I think the piracy probably happens more with staff, yeah. musicians, worship leaders. Definitely. Definitely. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'll offer you $100 more a week. I'll, I'll this, that, or the other. You know, uh, here's a bigger platform, bigger church, whatever, whatever. Absolutely. You know, and I, again, th- th- that's a place where it can legitimately happen, but a lot of times it illegitimately occurs in a, in a way that's not integrity. You, you know, you lose, you lose. Snooze, you lose. You better, hey, you take your members to the convent, convention with you, you better watch them. <laughs> Don't be taking your best organist to the convention. Well, I mean, you know, one of the things they do is, you know, you they say, you know, send a couple tenors, send a send couple, some, yeah. send a couple, you know, and, and so 
you know, you you get Send to sing me a couple. You tennis. get to sing with the great with with some of these huge stars. But also, when you do that, you you don't know what's being pulled when they're in these rehearsals. Oh, that's a so, good question, Scott. You're making us go over, but that's a good question. Do you have to guard program ideas and ministry goals from other passes? Nigga, yes, I got to guard it from Jeff. No. no, I mean, now, honestly, you do, because I, I will take it in a, minute. In, a right, in a convention sense, but we always, everybody borrows. Absolutely. Everybody Absolutely. borrows. Now, in a convention sense, honestly, it's expected for you to pick up what you're learning. Absolutely. And the people will present as if you should try this in your church. Yeah, and a lot of times, yeah, a lot, a lot of times I heard them say, hey, take this home. Take y'all, this y'all home. can use this. Y'all yeah. can use this. Yeah. I, I, we've all had the experience of, of spoken, speaking to people uh, about particular things that might have been innovative. I think when it's in your own space and you see somebody clearly undercutting you in a way. Uh, but sometimes, I mean, I'm in the frame of mind that if God has something for you, it's going to flourish. But here's here's the too. thing. Stop trying to do New York ministry. Thank you. In Warren, Ohio. In Warren, Ohio. It's just, you know, stop. stop trying to go to these conventions and you come back here talking about you're about to create this, you know. It, or it, compare, it, like you said, Pastor Jeff, the best of everyone ends up serving and singing and, and we want to create that. That's not the local church. Right, right. Sunday to Sunday is not a convention or a conference with guests. And, and there are groups, worship groups. If that's what you do, you, you go around and you minister. There's always been community choirs and groups. That, that's fine. But to label that expectation on the local church that is working with the the demographic that it has at its, its disposal. Listen, I don't care if J.J. Harrison was leading all the worship at Full Gospel. Mm-hmm. When you get back to church, Mabel is singing her song. <laughs> Deacon Down is praying his prayer. <laughs> so don't get beside yourself when you come home. And please, Stop trying to steal all these sermons. Stop, and don't steal convention don't sermons. Steal convi- it's on video. We all watched it. <laughs> we saw it. I was going to steal it. And then I heard you take it first. And I'm disappointed I'm now. About, I'm going to change the name. I'm going to change the name. <laughs> I'm going to change the title. Right. Where's my thesaurus? <laughs> Where the same words mean the same thing and start with the letter P instead of T. Uh, <laughs> preacher secrets <laughs> <laughs> all right y'all it's time to go this has been a great discussion and we're gonna hey. follow up thank you uh, we're, we're, we're gonna follow up with uh this discussion but we're gonna talk specifically about denominations we're giving away free t-shirts next week these make sure y'all join in get this get these listen you ain't even got Listen, I don't know what nine-year-old Indonesian boy <laughs> created this. I don't know what child exploitation created these, but what, what, what's the normal price on these? What's the retail value? $20. $20. But because it's a convention. <laughs> you can get yours now. The convention price is 15 <laughs> No, no, no. Listen, this has been fun, man. It has. We're, we're going to continue this discussion uh, it, it might be next week. Can I just go ahead and say it? Go ahead. PJ Morton's coming to town next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And, you know. Y'all know how Todd love PJ Morton. Love me some PJ. So we, 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 we might do a Monday, might night, do Monday show. night You might do a Monday night show. We might do Monday night. Y'all ain't got nothing else. There ain't no, yeah, Monday, ain't night ain't no Monday night football. No Monday night football. No basketball is on. You know, y'all don't watch baseball. Y'all don't watch baseball. Y'all know y'all don't watch no baseball. Yeah, so, so, so we baseball. might move the money because we don't want to miss the more weeks. Right, we, we don't want to miss y'all. We don't want you to miss us. 
Right. We don't want you to miss us. We feel like absent fathers. So join in Monday night. Win yourself a T-shirt. Yeah, come in and get your T-shirt. With this bright blue. Look at this blue. This is baptism blue. (laughs) Swimming pool blue. Sin black. (laughs) All right, y'all. Will y'all sign a T-shirt? Absolutely. I have Ethan sign it. We're going to have Monday night service, revival edition. Yes, sir. Remember when the preacher used to get up and say, I'm calling a revival? Listen, and let let me tell y'all, if you get called for the Monday night part of the revival, you are the garbage person. You are are the garbage one. You have no oil. You are the one that, let's just just grab somebody. You you are the backup to the backup. (laughs) They can get nobody else. We say it because we've been the Monday night preacher. We've been the Monday night. We've been the Monday, we've night. Been the Monday night. Especially during football season. <laughs> yes, yes, no. yes, yes. No. And if it's a Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, Thursday. Thursday. You the one. You the one. You the one. You the one. That, that's hilarious. Listen, Jeff, you just exposed my, the first half of my whole ministry. The Monday night garbage preacher. All right, y'all. Love y'all. Oh, you know what? I might, I'm going to be a convention, too. Oh, next week. I'ma be with y'all, Alfie, Monday night. I'ma be with y'all because because Pastor Simon is preaching yes. Monday night. Oh, okay. Well, we can't. We're gonna figure it out. We'll figure, we it, out. figure it out. We'll let y'all know before we, we yeah. get over. We might even record something. Who knows? We'll, we'll do it. Hey, y'all. Boy, you boy, show. you was a Monday night a long time Monday ago. Night. It was a long you ain't never you ain't been a Monday night in a long time. You know Monday you ain't night. been a Monday night a long new day just for you. <laughs> <laughs> Friday Saturday. <laughs> Just for you. You done brunch. Hey, y'all follow us at Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and, and wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll see y'all next week. Take care. Peace, Peace. out.